Prayer for me is not a religious obligation. For me, I pray because I'm desperate to see God get involved. When you find yourself between here and there, the now and the then, it can feel difficult to embrace life and all that it has to offer, especially when you feel like you haven't arrived yet. Wherever you're at, though, we want to help in that beautiful struggle of transitioning well through aspects of faith and life with The Places Between, a podcast all about transitions. Hi, I'm your host, Wendy. I'm a storyteller and a creative with a passion for adventure, fitness, and faith. What began as a love for travel, experiences, and community turned into helping clients around the country tell their own stories and inviting others to join them. I've always been passionate about people fully living. That means navigating those places between, opening up a safe space to have conversations and encouraging growth along the journey. So join me as we explore what it's like to transition well on the places between. Have you ever stopped to think about prayer and what it means to you? Do you pray when you really need help? Do you pray when things are going well or when you're really going through it? Do you pray because you like to converse with God or perhaps you pray out of obligation? Today, I want to dive into some thoughts on prayer and limiting beliefs. As we continue to gather and put our thoughts out, I'm hoping that you'll take a minute slow down, perhaps even write some things down, and then come back and see what kind of takeaways and conclusions you have as a result. Are you ready? Okay, so dive in with me. I was talking the other day with a good friend about praying for the very things in our lives that we long to see God answer and how sometimes it just gets to this place where it hurts too much to pray for those answers. And then I was challenged with a few other thoughts, so I wanted to see if you could relate. Have you ever thought that there might be the chance you could be wrong about God? Or you could be wrong about what He wanted for your life. Have you ever thought perhaps that He didn't want all things that you wanted? Or maybe that He was even holding out on you? I think oftentimes in our lives, we get mixed up with this notion that God isn't fitting into the expectations that we had for our lives, and therefore, He must either be, one, not good, or two, that He must not care, which then would mean that He really isn't that good. But His nature is only good, so perhaps it's our expectations that need to be challenged, not the very essence of God or who he is. All right, can we talk about limiting beliefs for a second? Have you ever thought that you might be for a moment believing something that isn't true about what's available to you? What the future holds and the journey to get there? For me, I actually didn't know I was embracing this limiting belief until I took some time to actually understand why my thinking would go south when I had some idea of something not being true for me. Let me explain. 
As far as I can remember, I've read in the word that nothing, literally nothing, no thing is impossible for God. He is only good, that his plans for us are for a hope and a future, Jeremiah 29, 11, right? And so many other incredible things about who God is and who he can be for us. You guys, my life verse, y'all, is Ephesians 3.20. He could do immeasurably more than all we could ask or imagine through his power working within us, which to me internalizes that gives us permission to dream big dreams, like God-sized dreams. But, and yeah, there is a but, somewhere in the mix of life not happening the way that I hoped, the dreams have not been realized. The delay of marriage, my dream career taking longer than expected, not getting to experience kids yet or host dinner parties the way that I wanted to, other things about family that I've been too disappointed than not. There's even things that I've wanted to see my friends realize their dreams and their fulfillment. And then the whole Ephesians 3.20, just immeasurably more than all we could ask or imagine, almost feels like a trite quote or something. So I continue to believe for others that God was that good and that he'd stop at nothing to provide the amazing future for my friends that he promises. But I started to believe a lie. My limiting belief was telling me that God was so good that he would do things for everyone else but me. Can you relate? For some reason, I was accepting this limiting belief that it just might not be possible for me whatever that it is for you in your life, that thought of what God could do for someone else, he wouldn't do for me. The craziest part is that it sounds convincing and it's sadly super easy to let that lie permeate into other areas of our lives, right? Well, before we'd know it, we'd be living with zero expectation of life or God, and certainly not focusing on what God could do and truly how good He is, or the fact that at any moment He literally could show up and show off, like I always pray, that God is gloriously at work behind the scenes, and I pray that He would gloriously show up and show off in our stories. God is really such a good, good Father. Somewhere along the path of our lives, we really get mixed up with thinking that He isn't that good. My friends, that belief that He will do it for anyone else but you, that's a lie from the pit of hell. It's meant to keep you down. It's meant to keep you from really believing how much God loves you. If we can actually admit the lie that it is, and get rid of that limiting belief so that we can walk in knowing that we are a child of God, that we have access to the King of Kings, and that He works all things together for good for those who love Him. Being able to see what He has for you, His love is unconditional, and that there are no strings attached once we invite Jesus in to be Lord of our life and confess that we need Him. Our best days are always going to be before us. If we profess Jesus as Lord of our life 
as he calls us in deeper and deeper, we're going to realize that it might not always be perfect, but the thought that God isn't good just doesn't have any room to stay. He is perfectly sovereign. No. Do I have it all together? Certainly not. I do not have all of the answers, but I do know that the power of positive thinking, y'all, only goes so far. I don't want my future to be determined by my thinking positive thoughts or thinking positively enough to get somewhere. What I do want my future to be determined by is a God who loves me enough to be my provider. I want to be confident that His promises are real, that His promises are real for me, not just everyone else but me. Can I get an amen? All right, so if you're in the boat of limiting beliefs and you know it, taking time to work through and confront that lie for what it is will be worth your time and the future of your freedom. God has so much in store for you and for me. I don't want to miss it because I wasn't looking for what God had for me, and I'm determined to combat this lie with every fiber of my being, knowing that He is a gracious Father who loves to be good to His kids. And my hope is the same for you. So a couple of episodes ago, my friend Charmaine She had some really wise and powerful reminders to share with us. She said, When I asked her, what does it mean to stay in your story? She, without a blink, answered, To stay in your story means to let God write it out with you, right? Let Him meet you where you are. You don't have to search for Him. He's already there. Realizing that you're not alone in any transition or any place in between for that matter. The reality is, is that you're not alone. And what you're scared of, God is already there assuring you that He is there. He's got you. There is no hard place that God hasn't already seen us go through. And whether you want to believe it or not, or accept it or not, depending on where you're at, He's there. And God is still God. And God is still your father and protector. And then she said something super powerful. She said, he is still Elroy, the God who sees. I love how she reiterates this. The God who sees me where I am, ugly, not ugly, beautiful, whatever. It means that he can meet us where we are. And we don't have to search for him because he's already there. So my friend, if you're in between places right now, if you're struggling to believe if God is for you, rest assured that He sees you. He sees you. He sees you. He sees you. He might just be putting all the pieces together because if you're in between places or in a transition, it usually means that God's about to do something and breakthrough is on its way. So my challenge to you today is to spend some time thinking about where you are. Really, like really, where are you? Quiet your mind long enough to ask God where you are. Where is He? Do you get a sense of what He's doing in your life? Can you hear Him? What is He calling you into next? 
perhaps it's a new step of faith. Ask Him for the courage that you need to respond and trust Him. Ask Him to help your unbelief. And if you need it, ask Him to let you experience the depth of His love for you as He reminds you that limiting beliefs are truly lies meant to keep you away from experiencing the fullness of His love. Ask Him to remind you how much He has in store for you and to meet you in the journey. And as I leave you today, know that God sees you, God loves you, and I'm praying for you. So with that, may God expand your thinking and your heart to know He truly has your best in mind as He works. May you realize the places you've believed you weren't enough and choose to hope in the character of God that He is enough and that you are too. May you choose to believe that God is for you and He is even for you. And rest knowing that He really does have good, good plans, despite how the present looks. I'm over here cheering you on, friend. You just finished another episode of the Places Between podcast. If you want to access more, be sure to subscribe or visit theplacesbetween.com to learn more about our guests, episode sponsors, upcoming retreats, and more. Like Stay in the Story, a 25-day devotional all about staying in your story while you wait on your dreams, on God, and on life to come to fruition. And lastly, if you're looking for an online community of people who also want to transition well, then come say hi over on Instagram at The Places Between. As always, thanks for taking time to dive into The Places Between. Until next time, keep enjoying that journey. 